the game right now is at the plate. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Left. Down middle, just what I thought. A hook shot at 12. Yeah! Wow, that gives me the chills every time. The Source Podcast has arrived. Expect great energy, sports talk, business, health and wealth, guest interviews. We're going to be speaking finance, business. We're going to be talking life, current events, all with God right smack in the middle of it all. My name's Clemente de la Torre, my tag team partner, Juan Palomino. And our promise to you guys, we're going to be bringing a fresh outlook on life. Topics that are important to you. The source where you get caught up on what's happening in your world today. A reminder that God is the power source that keeps us living that abundant life we all cherish. It's going to be a blast, guys. Subscribe today and share with everyone you know. God bless. All right, all right. Source Podcast. We got the the dynamic Trio. Trio. <laughs> Trio. Uh, Los tres amigos. Los tres. What's Los, up? What's up? Los tres. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Juan, how you doing? Yeah, I'm uh, encouraged, man. You know, uh, staying focused on the season, you know, the reason for the season, you know, our hope, our love, joy, and peace. And uh, it's a person. And uh, it's Jesus Christ, man. Jesus is the Prince of Peace, brother. Big JC. Shout out to our Lord and the Savior. Source. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, welcome back, Juan. Whenever you're gone, man, we go way off the rails. Me and Clemente alone, we'll take it in. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's all jo- good. Josh, how you doing? I'm doing good. What's yeah. up, Papa? Good, good, good. Yeah, last last week we had a, we, we had a buddy come on. Uh, he's a... Uh, uh, macaroni macaroni he's a he's, macaroni he's a rapper he's a father overall good dude uh you know god-fearing man so i had a great conversation <clears throat> i didn't realize that basketball season was is literally here oh yeah and, yeah i saw that too bro yeah well because you brought it up and i in my mind i'm thinking it's like some way far off because it feels like it just ended it did just end it yeah. did just end <laughs> did. Uh, because of covid it got yeah. extended so yeah. it, that's why i was like i'm like wait a minute i'm like why are we talking about basketball already but no you're it's it's oh, here it's we're on, in dude. it i've Love. been seeing all the memes about james harden he wants to get traded not only that he's big he came. He came back big, pretty fat. <laughs> There's all kinds of memes making fun of fat boy. <laughs> he, dude, he's huge. Nah, he put on some weight. I, I some, saw. Yeah, I I saw uh, a picture, and then he I, really wants out of Houston. And I'm gonna come back. Right, fat. I'm gonna eat a bunch <laughs> of double doubles. Yeah, I saw the picture, but then I went and looked at the the actual game. He's not. He's not fat, dude. Uh, uh-uh, uh that's that's hype. I don't know what that is. Well, you just. I mean, he's just a little thicker. Still nah, got it. Yeah. Yeah, he was balling out of control. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyhow, we're going to get into some some pretty deep topics today um, for our listeners out there. It's going to be a, a really good one. Uh, but I want to start off with the the season, right? Uh, Pastor Pastor Juan, you touched on it. The season of, uh, of Christmas is upon us. And I want to know what you guys are doing. Uh, I know it's the spirit of giving. A lot of us like to shower our kids with with gifts that we didn't have growing up. 
Um, but I know that a few of us are into giving back to uh, underprivileged families. So, Pastor Juan, why don't we talk a little bit about what you got going on? Man, I appreciate it, bro. Thanks for uh, the opportunity. And yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's something that over the years, you know, I've, you know, really dealt with my own heart. Uh, so this is something that I would say God has been dealing with my own heart. And, you know, being now a pastor, um, I noticed that, you know, we we tend to, at the end of the year, I call it make up for our shortcomings. We make up for our I'm, I'm sorry's. We make up as parents, you know, for the, you know, working too hard or too much and not paying attention to our wives and our kids. And, and we shower them with gifts. You know, at the end of the year, you know, we tell our kids, hey, what is your Christmas wish list? And and of course, we love our kids and, and we do it sometimes with the right intentions. And uh, but I noticed that every year, my kids, you know, I have a 20 year old, a 17 year old, a 16 year old, 11 year old. And nope, I'm not done yet. A five year old and a four year old. Yeah, I pa- mean, I got six kids. Pastor Juan <laughs> does not watch TV, by the way. Anybody, anybody out there? The internet, out there? The internet has been down. There are no TVs at Pastor yeah. Juan's house. At the Palomino yeah. household. Uh, oh, yeah. well, well, the, the TV is just ba- background noise, bro. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> to drown out the other stuff. <laughs> Gangster response right there. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I know, but, 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 but I noticed that my kids, you know, have grown up with, you know, let's just call it what it is, with everything that they've wanted, everything that they've desired, um, you know, to an extent, obviously. You know, I'm not going to buy my six-year-old a, a brand new car because, you know, um, he can't legally drive it. But I noticed that they were spoiled and, and they don't know how it is to think outside of themselves or, or, you know, see, you know, people outside of the lens of, you know, what's just in it for them. And so, you know, I thought, you know what, let's start at home. And so we started three years ago saying, Hey, pick one, two presents that you want and, you know, make, make sure it's a good one. But we, we want to focus on, you know, others, people that are less fortunate. And so we went to my, my son's school, uh, Tamarisk Elementary School, and we started at Desert Rose Elementary School. It's two schools where my, my wife went to when she was a kid, and then my son, where he was currently going. And we went to the principal and said, hey, how can, you know, how can we help? And can we adopt some families that are less fortunate, families that don't have enough and so they've given us names of the whole families and we get their Christmas wish lists. And oh, we literally, so literally as a church, I mean, I'm talking about mom, dad, uh, foster parents, uh, you know, kids that are literally with their families homeless or there's multiple families that are living together in a small place. And we adopt them and we, we literally get pots and pans, refrigerators. We've given away microwaves. Uh, you know, uh, beds, uh, we've given away toiletries, uh, grocery gift cards, um, you name it, you know, Christmas trees, Christmas lights, mm-hmm. things that, that, that fellas, let me tell you that we would take for granted, for example, you know, uh, last, last, you know, last year, I don't know what that was. Sorry, guys. <laughs> last year, last year we gave away pillows. I don't know about you guys, but my wife has like a ton of pillows on the bed yeah, and, and, me too. and we, we throw them on, on the floor before we go to bed. And here's kids literally asking for a brand new pillow for Christmas, man. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so that's what we're doing. You know, tomorrow on the 18th, you know, after school, you know, it wraps up on Zoom. These families are invited, you know, to come to the cafeteria. We're going to have, you know, Christmas tree, Christmas lights. And Beautiful. we're going to we're going to hand these gifts to all the families and say, hey, Merry Christmas. It's God. God loves you. And and, you know, this is a season of giving. Amen. Amen. Is Pastor Juan going to dress up as Santa? <laughs> Mexican Santa. Come on, you know, baby. Man, Come on. <laughs> you know, it's 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 not this year. I would say, you know, because uh, Santa would have to wear a COVID mask anyways, and yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, you know, no, that's you know, it's, a, that's it's, good. It's something that we've been that's we've so been doing good. the last three years. So good, so good, brother. Uh, super uh, encouraged uh, by what you do for for others uh, and teaching the little ones. Right? Any. Uh, extravagant gifts that we're splurging on uh this year josh um i don't want to say it come on baby my, no because my kids windows open right there okay okay they okay. might be listening all right, all right well my my kids just say i secured it my kids are definitely listening yeah and they already know what they're getting it so I might as well just say it right you got the PS5? <laughs> they wanted the ps5 i shot that down I I shot that down because why, bro? They play on the PS4 all the time. Yeah, but this, they need the new one. So, <laughs> so I, so uh, my wife and I decided to get something different. So the the virtual reality thing, VR. the Oculus, Oculus. yeah, yeah, yes, we got so the dope, dope one. Yeah, we got the dope nice. one of that. <laughs> so just you got like four of them. Uh yeah, four yeah four goggles. Nice, but that's like the family gift. Yeah. So does that plug into a separate unit or just on the Oculus? No idea. Yeah. My wife's all over that. Yeah. I'm not sure. My my buddy has one and I never really got into it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. One of my buddies has it too. I mean, he has every toy, uh, but um, it, it looks it looks super cool. So we'll see. I think what I'm going to do is uh, Christmas Eve when the kids are asleep, I'm going to put bows on like the faucet. The, the fridge, <laughs> the washer, the shower, you know what I mean? The house, the, the car. house, yeah. Merry I Christmas, kids. Great idea. God bless you. You guys are blessed. Amen. Oh, my gosh. No, I love my, it. My kids are already know that, that whenever I, I have them do the chores, right, you got a prize coming. They are, you know, let me guess, a hug. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, con congratulations, you're doing your part. Yep. <laughs> no, you know what? Um, I mean, we, you know, we always try to shower our kids with good gifts, right? I mean, I think the scripture says, if you being evil know how to give good gifts, how much more does your heavenly father want to give gifts to, to us? Oh, man. They're coming. They're, they're, they're coming. coming. They're coming. They're coming. Ghetto bird above us. Sorry, sorry guys. <laughs> Hey, Silmar, what do you expect? Hide you the stash. It? Hide the stash. <laughs> no, but, um, you know, we always try to bless the kids, right? You want to see them happy. You want to see that joy on their face. But kind of back to what Juan was saying, it's always, I feel this season is always, we need to look outward more so than inward, um, meaning look for opportunities to bless others in need, just like what Juan is doing. Every year we have given in some way or form to somebody in need, um, be it a family, individuals, homeless people, God just somehow just puts people right in our path. And we usually bless somebody all every year for Christmas, even when we're struggling, man. I, re I remember one year we were really struggling, but we felt the need to bless others. And God came through and blessed us back. You know, not that we give to get blessed, 
but it's just right. part of that. It's part of it. Yeah, it's part sure. of the. Uh, it's part of that exchange. You know what I mean? It's not not. It's part of that universal principle, right? You give, you plant seed, you know, and you get uh, harvest. Yep. Yep. So 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 I I've had this uh, this idea in my in my heart, and I haven't acted on it, and I I, I kind of feel a, a little bit uh, ashamed because I, I know we I know we can. It's just with the with the whole you know coronavirus thing is it is it smart is it a safe thing to do so by the uh, way we're outside we're about almost six feet apart yeah so we're you know not this not this not this <laughs> no, no no uh um i've always wanted to give back uh you know almost santa like right come into the Pacoima projects where i grew up and uh and just give away a bunch of toys the way the way I was, you, you know, uh, waiting in that line for that for that one toy. Uh, so I noticed that uh, Pastor Rudy collaborated with the LAPD and was doing that last, I think it was maybe two weeks ago. Last week. Last, last week. Sunday, yeah. I was there last year. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even realize it was happening again this year. Yeah, I, yeah. Was, I was like, man... I, I wish I would. We known. always do that. We yeah, always I I do that every so year. Could, we're we're sort of we're doing there. that. Yeah, it's always fun, man, to to help out and be a part of giving to the community. Not not only that, but inspire looking at kids, inspiring them. That look, I was you. Yeah. You know, I was in your place, and there's hope. There's hope for you to be whoever you want to be. I love how Joe Rogan, uh, one of uh. I think all of our heroes in, in the podcast world, I love the way he puts it. Uh, he says, you can be the actor in your movie, right? You can be the star of that movie. And even though we've been through trials and, and tribulations and, and peaks and valleys and all this other jazz, today you can wake up and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to be the hero in my movie. You know, in spite of all the the all the garbage that's going on around me i'm going to be able to be the superstar and be able to you know go yeah. to to the pacoima projects and 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 inspire a whole bunch of kids and families and lift them up you know that's a superhero right there yeah for sure so a shout out to pastor rudy and, yeah. the, and the lapd by the way yes. uh, the pacoima projects has its own unit right now i don't know if you guys knew that it's it's actually out of mission college which is not even in their area. Uh, that area is patrolled by Foothill Division, but Mission City has a, uh, its own unit with its own captain for the Pacoima Project. So my dad works directly with them as well. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Sar Sergeant, Sergeant Javier Salazar is a friend of mine. That's his, that's his area in the projects, and he's going to come on uh, oh, nice. the Source Podcast and share a little bit about what they're doing uh, um, I'm there. So, so officer Mike Scott too. He's in that. Oh, he's unit. awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's. We've been doing stuff with him for years. He's been doing the LAPD toy giveaway for years. It's funny when I when I when I went over to Foothill Division, um, when all the all the controversy was going on with defunding the police and all that other jazz, right? Uh, my buddy Emmanuel Rios and I uh, went over and and you know just short showed uh, our support. Uh, for them, right? For for LAPD, and I ran into uh, uh, Officer Salazar, and then I saw Mike Scott, 
And I remembered his face mm-hmm. and he looked at me like, where do I know you from? So when we were, uh, I mean, I'm talking maybe what I'm 40 now, 40, 41, maybe 20 something plus years ago, I was coaching at Sybil, the, 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 the yeah, little yeah, league baseball yeah. league. Yeah. And so was he, he was coaching his kid. Oh wow! So we were like rival coaches. <laughs> Dude, I didn't know you were at Sybil. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, my team's always won. Just throwing it Let's out check there. The <laughs> we'll check the archives. I'm still connected to Sybil. We, all my kids played there. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Uh, so, so, so we connected. Uh, you know, uh, Officer Scott. I mean, what what these guys do, and, and I know that we've we've kind of beat the drama on this topic on on past shows. How how there are some you know bad apples and some crooked cops out there that. Are, are um, rolling around like a gang and you know he's one of the good ones for sure for sure for there's sure. so many good people he, he so runs many good so he runs this, uh, another organization um they do it's it's basically remember dare it's kind of like a new dare say no to drugs just say no to drugs gangs bullying and crime i think it was but they do rallies at schools well obviously when schools were in session but they would do them every single month and my dad and I will go and help and do the sound. Or they do giveaways, bike giveaways, toys, prizes. And they do a whole presentation. It's really lively and fun. And cops are out there. And, you know, uh, sheesh, I've done probably a dozen of them at least. And uh, they're they're great. And that's all run by Mike Scott. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for uh, for LAPD on the source. Uh, all right. Pivoting a little bit, guys. The vaccine, are we going to take it? Are we not going to take it? Who? I know our our nurses, our, our, our first responders have already taken the vaccine. Where do you stand, Pastor Juan? You mean they've taken it or they've been forced to keep their jobs? <laughs> oh, so he, Juan's already stating his position. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? What, what trips me out, guys, is that we've had HIV for how long? We have had cancer for how long? We have had diabetes for how long? We've had all these diseases, you know, um, and all, an amount of all kinds of autoimmune diseases with no vaccination for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. And all of a sudden, Pfizer... And whomever else comes out with a vaccine within, what, a year? Less than a year that this virus has been around and it's the holy grail? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how confident we can be on a virus where you have, I'm sorry, with a vaccine with a virus that mutates and changes just like the flu. Yeah. So I'm assuming the Pal- the Palomino household will not be partaking in any Vaccine. No, we're not. We are not. I posted a, a a question on my. I actually did it in hopes I'd get a response to share today on on who's going to get the vaccine, why, and why not. And uh, kind of like a social experiment. I got like ninety six comments nice. on there. Nice. So, um, and it's and it's literally confirms what I already knew. People are split down the middle. Yeah. And I really wanted to know what were the reasonings and people not getting it versus people are. And my theory was it was sort of vaccine vaccine phobia yeah. based on conspiracy theories, which all of the comments pretty much confirmed that. 
in a way. And some people are just like, no, I don't want to. You know what I mean? Like, and that's totally cool. I totally get that. Um, let me just share one of the comments here. If as many people as I suspect refuse to get one of the vaccines, COVID-19 is going to keep going and, and going like the energi- Energizer Bunny. Hundreds of thousands of Americans will die unnecessarily all because of a conspiracy theory, vax, vaxophobia. And then you get people who are like, no, I'm not a zombie. I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to inject my, my, you know, inject foreign substances into my body. And there were some people were like, oh, there's like a fetal fetus um, DNA in the vaccine and um, formaldehyde and like all these other chemicals and stuff. So I just was just kind of wanted to get a response, you know, and the people who are against it, there was really no, I don't know if it was anything concrete, you know? Pastor Juan, anything concrete on your end? Well, my, again, I go back to, you know, every single year they tell us to take the flu vaccine. I mean, I've, I've taken the flu vaccine in my life <clears throat> one time, and I'm 40 years old, and I rarely, by the grace of God, get sick. Rarely. You know? Yeah. Um, so I go, what's the point of taking the flu vaccine if I don't get sick? Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I wash my hands. I, you know, I don't, you know, I, I just, I don't know, you know, and getting sick, it's not, there's nothing wrong with getting sick. I understand that the people have died, but you also have a 99 plus percent success rate of people that have not died, you know, that have had this virus. So here's, here's, here's some pretty shocking facts, right? Uh, in LA County, there are no hospital beds. Right now, if you get sick, COVID nineteen, you're going to be in the hallway, not for days. If you're lucky, you're going to be in the hallway. Yeah, my yeah. friend's grandmother has been in an ambulance parked outside the hospital for like two days. Dang. So, jeez. So, uh, is my family going to partake in in the vaccine? Our household is split. You know, um. I, I side with Pastor Juan. Uh, you know, I've I've the one time that I got the flu virus, I got sick as a dog. The flu shot. Yeah. The, the flu shot. Yeah. yeah. I was I was sick for like a month, and I said to myself, "Never again." And I'm <laughs> and, and and I don't get sick. You know, I yeah. don't, no, I don't, for I don't the record, the I don't take the flu shot either. Yeah. So I'm yeah. just saying, I just you know, this is just. We're talking, you know what I mean? Now, my wife, on the other hand... She gets the flu shot. She gets the flu shot consistently. She doesn't get sick. Wants to give it to the kid. No, she eh, she, she gets sick way more than I do. Mm. Uh, but, I, you know, she she's saying, well, I, I don't want to be the first to take the vaccine, right? I'm not yeah. going to go stand in line and volunteer. But once, once they kind of figure out the kinks, you know, and, you know, half of the United States ha- has taken it, then then why not? Let's do it, right? From my understanding, I think people too have a misconception like, oh, it, it, they think it's a cure. It's not a cure. It's it's literally to to boost your immune system to COVID-19. Actually, the correct disease is called uh, SARS-CoV-2-2, I believe. The disease is COVID-19. But anyway, um, I think I think I think a lot of it is misinformation. You know what I mean? We just I I, I uh, not and trust me, I have a huge distrust for government as a whole. You know what I mean? 
I take whatever they say with a grain of salt, no matter what. So I'm sort of split, you know? So is I probably uh, will get it eventually, but not soon. <laughs> yeah. So is Bill Gates uh, got a big share in Pfizer right now? What's going on? <laughs> Dude, you oh, know what? I guarantee you he does. Yeah, no, he's involved with, with the whole vaccine um, thing. So there's this special on Netflix. I don't know if you guys seen it. It's a four-part special on Inside Bill's Mind. Mm-mm. I thought it was amazing, to be honest with you. I think people would like to vilify him like, oh, they, the mark like, of the beast. He's the Antichrist. Yeah, or here something, he comes. Bro. Yeah, he's trying to kill off <laughs> yeah. half the population. But, you know, for me, the, like, I, I naturally will laugh at that because, you know, uh, the, the, script, the scriptures talk about uh, the beast or it's a Antichrist as a spirit. You know what I mean? Spirit of Antichrist. It's not a person. And if anything, if we're talking, if we really want to narrow down who the beast was, it's already been narrowed down to Nero. So, I mean, it's it's not, I don't, this is my theology. I, the way I understand scholars who I follow and break it down, that's already been, that's already been happened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, I don't think he's the, the Antichrist. You know what I mean? I, he actually has done so much good in parts of Africa by, guess what? By building toilets, bro. By eliminating the simple fact of not having a toilet to crap in and fixing that problem alone solved a lot of problems that parts of Africa were having yeah. based on diseases and running water. Yeah, running water, simple things. So I don't know. Vaccine, yes or no? I, listeners, yeah. I'm sure many of our listeners are sort of split too. I mean, just like most of us are, you know? Yeah. You know, you know, let me, can I ask you guys a question just, you know, off the cuff? When you guys when you guys got married, uh, did you notice a difference between how your spouses treated diseases? I mean, obviously different from you, how you grew up. What I mean by that is this: I, my wife, you know, not right, not wrong. I'm just saying different. You know, she is more opt to immediately reach for any medication when she feels pain. Yeah. Whether it's a headache, whether it's a, stom- a stomach ache, and I'm not, bro. I'm I'm like grab a seven up, bro. You know, and, <laughs> some Vicks, <laughs> vapuru, you know, and, uh, <laughs> some, some Vicks vapor vapuru, and and put it on. But like I, I, so I noticed that in our first, I can say, you're breaking up. Being, yeah, they're married, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, there you go. Technical so difficulties you, you over. Pills all the time. Yeah, I was like you. All right, we'll figure that one out. Uh, but no, we we uh, my household is is the same. You I'm know? opposite. I'll pop a I'll pop a Tylenol quick. My phone take anything. So I grew up no no pills, right? Maybe maybe it's a cultural thing. Uh, you know, like my dad will not take a pill if his life depended on it. You know, He's, my neighbor across the street, the old lady you probably seen around here. She's like ninety years old. She's always outside. She's like, I never had, she's an Italian lady. I never had a headache a day in my life. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it feel like. And she's like, uh, all I do is I pray and I drink a glass of wine a day. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, she's the lo- sweetest I, Italian woman. I love your Italian accent, by the way. Uh, <laughs> that's that's literally how she sounds. Uh, you know, so so I'm, I, I, I'm the same way, I think. You know, I, I don't really get headaches. You know, I don't really get sick, and you know, if I do, you know, it's I, I gotta really be in some crazy pain. 
I had a uh uh gallstone or, mm. or kidney stone some one of those two some type you you were some type of stone yeah 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 and uh, <laughs> and I'm telling you that's one of the most intense pain, pain that you're going to go through in your life and it started off kind of subtle right did like did you pass the stones like yeah I did and I was like huh what is that Ah, oh, it, it kind of feels uncomfortable, right? And for like thirty minutes, I was, you know, I was, I was being a baby, and my wife's like, "You want to take a pill?" I'm like, "Nope." <laughs> well, I'm gonna be all right. For our listeners, he's kind of moving, you know, like switching from left cheek to right cheek. That's that's how it was. That's how it was, right? So you, you kind of feel uncomfortable, some pain, but not, but not crazy. And then about forty five minutes into it, it's this debilitating pain where I'm like, "All right, give me the pill." You know, give, give, give me whatever it is, right? So she gives me some pill, and maybe like another thirty minutes into it, I'm like, "We got to go to the hospital. I can't take this anymore. Some, something's terribly wrong." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she's uh, like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Yes, let's go." So what, what happened? Do so, they? Do, I don't. I don't know what this like. What this like? Do they pull them out or no, you? So they. So you so so we go right, out? and they they do an X-ray and they you know they, they see okay. If it's too big for you to pass, me, meaning meaning meaning, poop. meaning pee out. No, oh, no, no, pee. pee, pee. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. If it then they'll laser it and and break it down, right? They'll they'll, they'll go in with the laser and, and kind of sh- you know shoot it into little pieces so it's easier to pass. To break up, oh. right? Uh, fortunate for me, it wasn't that big. Uh, so they put me on some morphine. Never never had morphine. But morphine morphine yeah but that was yeah, the ticket that was the ticket right there <laughs> i felt no more pain with that yep. and uh a bunch of cranberry juice they sent me home and that was it and that was it that the the next morning just heard a little ding in the, <laughs> Hit the, in the pot <laughs> yeah. and a big sense of relief you know so again uh you know my my wife and I, I don't know if uh, if you cut out Pastor Juan, but um my my wife uh she's been brought up to pop a pill, right? Yeah. I, I love you, Jennifer. If you're if you're listening, I know you are. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it, I think it's more of like uh you know there's just been advances in medicine, you know. Yeah. I think it's just simple as that. She's like, like why not? Why like, not? Why would pill? I suffer with a headache yeah. for like four hours when I can make it go away? You know what I mean? And, and unfortunately, my wife has chronic migraines. Uh, so and that's something else too. Yeah. yeah. A- any of the listeners out there, I mean, you know, if if you had this, I mean, I've never had that. I heard it's the absolute worst, man. It's yeah. like having a concussion almost, yeah. based on the symptoms that I've heard. Yeah, dizziness, Sensi- you know? sensitivity to light. But she's such a champ that she'll just kind of champ through it, and you know, and and she'll she'll feel if if uh, headaches coming on, she'll do like a preemptive strike, right? And, yeah. And and take uh take some sort of crazy pill that would knock out most people mm. but she just champs through her day and yeah. yeah i mean part of that is just women bro women are strong bro people women are beyond strong yeah 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 i mean i i have an ingrown toenail and i can't you're dying i'm dying dude i yeah. can't I, I can't get out of bed I'm oh, like, the <laughs> sheet just touched my toe ah. <laughs> uh so so you're the opposite then right you're uh you're mr pill pill popper himself hey i mean i have tylenol i have advil and i have excedrin in my cabinet Mm -hmm. that's it something goes wrong all three are going in 
Uh, depending on how I'm feeling, yeah. If, if, I, if I'm having like a really bad headache, I'll pop a Excedrin and a Tylenol and I'll be, I'll be good in like 45 minutes. Okay. That's only if I have like a, if I'm having problems, if I have a headache. But other than that, I feel fine. For I'm not me, saying there's anything wrong with it. For me, yeah. I, I think I know what I need to do to feel better. Like in the mornings, I've been coming out in the front and like just sitting in the grass mm. and just laying in the sun, man. Like from my understanding, that's so medicine th- right So there. therapeutic, yep. yeah. Vitamin D, yeah. yeah, getting that sun. Yeah. I think we talked about this in the past too, just, you know, taking off your shoes. Grounding, and, yeah. Yep. 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 Pastor Juan, how's, how's the connection out there? No. We lost them. Yeah. Uh. All right. All right. So, anyhow, you know, it's a lot of us are doing goals right now, right? Health goals, financial goals. We went through a whole. A lot of us went through a really rough year, right? Some of us lost some loved ones. Uh. Some of us got sick. Yep. There he is. You back? Sorry. Yeah, man. No, no worries. All right, all right. So, uh, so, so we're just you, shifting gears now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. We're 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 discussing uh, goal setting, right? Uh, I know a lot of us are looking forward to getting out of 2020, right? For some of us, 2020 was a horrible year, and for yeah. some of us, 2020 was a year to reconnect with Christ, reconnect with Jesus, and yeah. re- and really lean. I on think prayer. a lot of people learned a lot about themselves and grew. Uh, yeah. not because they wanted to, because they had to, you know? Yeah. I think, I think a lot, I think if we really put it into perspective, I think it can be, 2020 can be an incredible year. For sure. You know, just looking back, I'm like, man, uh, I know we kind of discussed before we went on, like, man, uh, you know, just being depressed, like, but learning how to cope and how to deal with that or whatever the case may be, just growing, right? Um, looking inward, like realizing what's really important in our lives, you know, and, and slowing down, yeah. disconnecting. Go ahead, one. Yeah, no, I agree. 100%. You know, it's, uh, if you own a business or, you know, your job, I mean, as you could tell every single business, uh, whether whatever size doesn't matter, especially small businesses, uh, like you guys own, and even me, I have a small, you know, church, you know, uh, We've learned how to pivot. We've learned how to be creative. We've learned to think outside the box. You know, like I said before, it's a crisis accelerates opportunities. Mm. You know, a crisis mm-hmm. always accelerates, you know, what was going to happen anyways. You know, so all that all that COVID did is it accelerated what eventually was going to happen anyways with technology. And it basically woke up people that were complacent in their business to really think outside the box and go, okay, I need to be competitive. And I know it did it for the church world. I mean, any pastors out there, you know, just like your father and myself and others, it really taught us to be like, okay, if you were resisting the internet and saying, you know, we can't disciple people, we can't reach people online. It has to be all in person. Good luck. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, good luck. I mean, you have to be online. So it's not, it's not one way or the other. No, it's it's either or. It's both. I intended. You know, it's and, I'm sorry. It's and or. Yeah, we did. I did my first Christmas party last night on Zoom. How was that? I it was cool, that, bro. It was actually a lot of fun. It was different, obviously, right? But it was the same sort of spirit. Like we played games. You know, we played a. Uh, um, 
charades we did a like name that tune kind of thing i won by the way there was three rounds i could see that i, I could definitely see that happening yeah, there was a first round with like t- like 12 14 songs and depending on how many you got right you move on to the second round which is like 10 songs and then a speed round what was uh, the genre nice. where they mix it up? was a christmas song oh yeah it was just a, a variety of christmas songs but you only got a snippet of it and you got to name the title nice so it's amazing so cool. how how we don't realize the title of a lot of the songs we think we know oh yeah you know what I mean? Rudolph run, the Red Nosed Reindeer? Was Run Run Rudolph, you know what I mean? Like that one. Run, uh, oh, yeah, I know Rudolph is in there. <laughs> right, right, right. So some people just said Rudolph, or you know what I mean? Like, no, it's Run Run Rudolph, or Run Rudolph Run, something like that. That sounds like fun. We should do something like that. Yeah. Get but, anyways, yeah. Get but no, yeah, it was, uh, it was different. But yeah, you, you, you know, it's like we're having a Zoom party uh, on online. Like, it is what it is. Yeah, one of my one of my best friends has had a ugly sweater party for like ten years, and uh, you know her and her husband were like so devastated because they they still wanted to do it. Yeah, you know, like how can we do it with mask? How can we do it with? Right. No, sorry, do it's it on not Zoom. Happening. It's just you got you <laughs> yeah. got to put some thought and effort into it. You know, you got to make it you got to make it fun. You know, and get people involved. Like also too, whoever had the best background won a prize. Okay. You know what I mean? And some people put virtual backgrounds. Some people decorated up their house. You know, so you know, just That's you gotta, cool. you gotta, you gotta put some effort into it. All right, all right. Well, it's like, oh no, we're not having a party. I'm not gonna go. You know what I mean? It's like you just automatically turn into the Grinch, or <laughs> you know what I mean? Or you could just say, oh, okay, you know, let me jump, let me jump into it. Let's do it. You just commit to it, man. That's just, great. Great man. idea. Yes, great ideas. Great ideas. Uh, I think. Uh, uh, we're going to do something because we were definitely turning into the Grinch after Thanksgiving. We were originally going to have uh, just uh, mom and dad. and Oh, yeah. yeah, and yeah. It, oh, yeah. We talked about that. So, tur- wait, wait. What's it, happening it, it for turned Christmas? Out, it turned out to like a 15-person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and sure yeah, enough. We saw. We saw the sh- pictures. Sure enough, my wife was like, do not post anything on facebook but i'm like but but other people are doing it why can't we <laughs> but uh uh no uh we so we were not gonna do anything i mean and wait we're not so you're you are so we're not gonna host for the first time ever uh-huh you know so and you're gonna go somewhere we're gonna go to my parents house stay there for a little bit my mom's Making some bomb tamales and mm. pozole. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So we're going to go have dinner and then book and that's it. No mas. Hmm. And then for Christmas. So that's Christmas Eve, right? Yeah. So so for, for our Latino uh, Christmas Eve culture the out there, Christmas Eve is the day, right? Right. And, yes. And, yes. and for, midnight. For our, yeah, midnight it's on and cracking. And for yep. for our, our American listeners, it's more of a traditional on the twenty fifth, right? Christmas morning. So, so Christmas morning, we're gonna have at our house just with our kids, and then in the evening, we're gonna head out to Bakersfield with my mother in law, mm. and spend a, the night over there. So, uh, you know, I, we're still interacting with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. So you're still uh, you know? basically doing all the wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. You know, we're not going to have the guilt of having everybody congregate in at your house. house. Yeah. Uh, one. So that makes it okay, right? <laughs> Asking, pass the buck, man. Pass the buck. Hey, we, we didn't have anybody at our house, though, but we, we still we still met with 15, 20 people. All right. Cool. 
Dang, we're throwing them under the bus. No, no, no. It's all good. I mean, that's what we're here for, pastor each other. Uh, all right. I'll so, pray for you. I'll pray for you. Thank guys. you. Thank you, brother. Uh, so, yes. so again, we, we, we were touching on how, you know, 2020 has been a, a terrible year for a lot of people. And a lot of people, unfortunately, lost some people. Uh, a lot of people got sick. And a lot of people are suffering from depression and even suicide. Um, wanted to get your thoughts on how can people deal with that right is there yeah is is there a safe place where someone can go if they're having these thoughts that's that's a huge man this is yeah suicides go up anyway around the holidays that's just a fact the numbers always skyrocket now right. Add everything of this year into that COVID nineteen, people losing their jobs, people being shut down, like social injustice, yeah, rioting, uh, police brutality, you know, uh, you know everything, everything, and people are struggling heavy right now. I, I know for this for a fact. You know why? My wife spoke to her uh, therapist yesterday, mm-hmm. and she asked if. It was okay if she switches to another doctor because they're overwhelmed right now. Like they need, they, they're, they need, it's kind of like her doctor was like more for like serious, more, more, more urgent needs. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, so they asked if she wanted to switch to somebody else, you know what I mean? So she can help people who, and she said like the call, the calls and every, like everything is just like quadrupled right now. People being admitted into hospitals. My friend's a psych nurse at Northridge. They're full right now in the psych unit, the psych unit. So these are people either attempting suicide or, right? you know what I mean? Or, or so, yes, I think the, the number one, we need to destigmatize it, meaning yes. let's take the boogeyman out of it and let's talk about it. Right. Um, that's right. number one. <clears throat> and you work. It's really, it, it's work, man. It's serious work. It, it And that's the, the the truth about it is it takes a lot of hard work to sit down and go through all of those issues layer by layer by layer so we we preach a lot about about having faith having hope you know leaning on prayer but we also talk about having uh having fellowship right having uh trusted people that we can go to whenever we're we're feeling down whenever we're feeling uh, sad whenever we're we're not at, at our one hundred percent best, uh, not necessarily physically but mentally. Uh, Pastor Juan, what are some of the the ways that that maybe your congregation or people close to you deal with uh, with depression and and suicidal thoughts? Yeah, I I one hundred percent agree with what Josh just said. First of all, is that especially in the church, you know, we got to, you know, de-stigmatize it. And listen, everybody struggles with mental health, with mental illnesses, uh, anxiety, depression. I mean, you name it. Um, but the tools, you know, I think that a lot of us, you know, we have fear because we don't know how to deal with it. And so I think it's yeah. important for us to realize that we need to equip people. And so one of the now, the ways that we what we do at the church is we equip people by saying, look, if somebody mentions to you, yeah, man, you know, last night I was up, I was struggling and, you know, or lately I've been struggling and I have these thoughts and I think it's better for me not to even be here no more. OK, you got to put a pin in that right. and you got to put your phone down 
or, or stop playing video games or turn off Netflix and really pay attention and ask, you know, questions. Now, what questions are those? Well, the number one fear based question that no one likes to ask every time somebody was in a position to to listen, to empathize with a person that, um, you know, died of suicide. I hate to use the word even commit suicide because, you know, that that puts the blame on that person. And guess what? The blame isn't on the person. It's it's what's going on around them. Um, and so to say, hey, somebody committed murder, somebody committed burglary, you can't say somebody committed suicide. It's just you can't say those words. You know, the, the person died of suicide, but they didn't commit it. You know, um, so anyways, I just wanted to share that. But a lot of people that were there present with the person before they passed away, they were afraid to ask them this question. And here it is. You guys ready? It's do you have a plan and do you uh, do you not want to be here? Meaning, do you want to take yourself out? Yeah. There's this fear to ask somebody, do you have a plan? The, like, yeah. Like, yeah. A, a plan of action. And that plan is, yeah, I, I have, I want to die, you know, I'm going to use a gun or I'm going to, you know, take pills or I'm going to OD, whatever it is. Do you have a plan? Because if the person has a plan, it's don't super be, serious. don't be, yeah, don't be afraid to call 911 and let professionals deal with this. You know, I have a, a personal friend that has been 5150 multiple times because he's bipolar and, and he knows the symptoms and he starts talking about it so he knows that he needs help which is a good thing you know if you're hearing this podcast right now this message is for you if you're struggling with depression with anxiety and you might you might push aside depression but depression are signs not just of you balled up in the fetal position and in your bed or taking extensive long showers and just going into this dark place it could be you could still be working going to work running your business be you know, happy being a mom. be putting a face yeah. of happiness joking right Right. Right. Or or the other side is being angry, being overly critical of people, yeah. being frustrated all the time, you know, going through these massive mood swings. And that's how I I knew that I was depressed. Look, I'm going to be again, yeah. like I'm always trans transparent with you guys right now. I had a, a suicide attempt myself when I was 19 years old. Mm. You know, I know Hanson Dam really, really well because I used to run that mile. You know, back in the days when I was all gordito and, you know, eating, you know, Burger King, you know, 99 cent Whoppers all the time. Bubbles. And and yeah, bro. Yeah. And so I I remember being in so much stress, 19 years old. And and here's what here's what here's what my thoughts were. It, people around you will be better off if you're no longer here. Right. Right. You feel that like you're a burden. Lie. Yeah. Yes. That was the lie that that the enemy was telling me. You know, Juan, it's better if you just don't exist. It's better if you're just not here because you're a burden for people and, and people will be better off without you. That is a lie from the pit of hell. Let yep. me tell you that right now. Yep. If you're having these thoughts, they're, they're suicidal thoughts and it's and it becomes suicidal ideation. It means that these thoughts become repetitive. And every time you're under pain, look, let me just stop here. I want to acknowledge you right now. Right now, listening, yes, you, right now, maybe you're tearing up, maybe you're driving, you're, you're pulled over, and, and you're going, oh, my gosh, this guy's reading my mail. There is there is so much pain that you are under, and I want to acknowledge that, yeah. that, that you are under pain, whether it's physical, it's mental, it's financial, it's, it's uh, relational, right? Uh, you're thinking about, you know, especially if you're a dad like I am, and you have, you know, kids, and you're divorced, and, 
and you see your kids every other weekend, you're thinking, you know, she's going to keep them for the holidays. And, yeah. and this was a very hard and stressful time of year for me in the past where, I mean, I couldn't get over the fact that the mess that I was in, whether it was financial, you know, and things, and it's even worse when things are not going good financial for you. It kind of like, oh, yeah. you know, it's it, like it the cranks, compounding. Yeah. Yeah. It cranks everything up to the 10th level. But I want to acknowledge you right now. Just pause right now in this podcast and say, listen, you, you are heard, you are loved, yes, you are wanted and, and, and you are wanted and don't believe the lies that your kids, your wife, your, 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 your mom, your dad, whomever are going to be better off without you. That is baloney is BS. Don't fall into that. Yes. And God, and, and, and God is with us when we're, when we're down, when we're crying, when we're sad, when we're depressed, God is right there next to us. And guess what? It's, now, it's only temporary. Yes, and here's and you nailed it, bro. Okay, so so let me put let me just put God aside for a little bit. Just just hear me out. When someone is going through this side of suicidal ideation like I did, and you're going through this thought process, you don't even believe that God is there for you. You don't even think that God cares for you. That's the problem, Clement. Is that you can go so deep into this that you go, then why am I feeling this pain? Why, why, why doesn't it go away if he cares for me so much? Why am I in this? But you nailed it right now, bro. You said it's only a feeling. You nailed it. And that feeling is going to go away. So don't buy into your feelings. You know, the truth is that God loves you and he's right there with you at that exact moment because he knows what pain is and he knows what it is to be rejected. He knows what it feels like to be, uh, you know, uh, abandoned. He knows what it feels like to be dejected by people. That, you know, and, and so I just want to let you know that you have to seek for help and speak about it. Don't, don't, don't hide these feelings. Really talk about what's going on. What are your thoughts? And don't be afraid to go through the process of speaking about it and getting a counselor. I mean, I go to a therapist and I, and I talk to a therapist and I talk to you guys and I voice it because I know that God helped me survive that and live so that I can speak about it, so I can help someone right now, even if it's one person, to say, listen, I acknowledge your pain. I know the pain that you're going through, but it's only a feeling, like Lamenta said, tomorrow's another day. God loves you, and things will get better. Amen. Amen. www.suicidepreventionlifeline.org, 1-800-273-TALK. Eight two five five. yep. And and on your phone, you dial two one one, and that'll get. And they're bilingual, you know. They'll get you. They'll get you talking to somebody. Yeah, um, there's there's no shame. There's no shame, bro. Yeah. Seriously, if you don't want to call no your shame. brother, you, you don't want to call your dad, you don't want to call your mom, you don't want to call your your son. You know, you you want to just talk to somebody. Uh, talk to somebody. Reach out two eleven on your phone. Uh, and, and and I and and I would even venture to say, bro. I mean, dude, call us. You know, hit us up. One hundred percent. You know, we you know we got we got numbers. You know, I get mine out. I don't care. It's six six one two zero eight six zero three five. That's my cell phone. Or you can email me Juan at the Well of AV Please. You know, this is serious. You know, people, listen. You're loved. God loves you. You know, He has a yes. great plan for you. And I don't just say that just because it's nice to say, but you know, we have a real enemy that wants to take us out. And, and, and he knows, you know, how, how, you know, how much, you know, God loves us. But again, it, it's, you know, you got to talk about it. And I would say, go find a counselor, speak about it, but don't be ashamed about it, what you're feeling. Amen. Amen. 
Yeah, we're yeah. going to put our uh, these numbers on there, these websites, our personal information, emails, phone numbers. So like Pastor Juan uh, said, you know, reach out, reach out to somebody, especially during uh, the holidays, you know, people that lost somebody. You know, I just I prayed with uh, with with a friend of mine uh, this morning. You know, today is the is uh, one of his loved ones uh, um, birthdays that that passed this year so it's a it's a really tough time and you know and and he asked me to to pray for him and and taking a page out of uh josh's book i said let's pray right now you know so 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 it's um it's it it can definitely be uh something that can debilitate you right you you know the the mental illness and depression and everything else yeah you know, it's it. You, you definitely need to reach out. Can I read something real quick to kind of wrap all of this up? Please. The spirit of the holidays, yeah. the expectation for 2020, and and um, you know everything. Is a quote from uh, Shauna Nyquist. I'm suspending expectations, fortifying my heart in the quiet moments, drawing close to the very old story of a young couple, a baby on the way, an unexpected journey an unexpected life really for Mary and Joseph. I'm drawing close to the heart of Advent, the waiting, the darkness, the holding on for hope that we believe, but that we cannot yet see. Here's to opening our weary hearts to the unexpected, the strange and the lovely, the disruptive and the beautiful all around us. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. All right, guys, um, I want to wish everybody a uh, uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, you know, spend time with your loved ones. Give people a call. Do the Zoom parties, everything that, that we talked about. Um, any uh, closing thoughts, Pastor Juan? Yeah, you know, uh, again, remember that the reason for the season is, you know, the hope, the love, the joy, and the peace, you know, that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you know, was born. And uh, we look forward to the second coming, his return for his people, which is us. And so I want to encourage you all to stay focused on that and, um, you know, reach out. You know, you are loved and uh, Jesus died for you for that reason. Amen. 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 Josh. Oh, no. I'm. I, amen and amen. There it is. God bless, guys. <laughs> we love you guys. Any any uh questions any topics that you you'd like for us to discuss on any future episodes please let us know send us an email send us a a uh, direct message uh you know you can find us on on apple podcast on spotify really anywhere download subscribe and god bless guys we love you peace peace everyone